Well, hello, everybody, and welcome to the Clint Johnson Podcast. Just wanted to get a podcast up congratulating the Northridge High School Raiders from Indiana on an outstanding football season. They were the Class 4A runner-ups this year, and uh, the Northridge story is really neat um, because they had to overcome a lot this year, they had tons of injuries. Um, Michael Hostetler uh, was able to play yesterday on defense, I think, but he was originally supposed to be the starting quarterback, and he was, I think, for the first few games. But uh, right before the Warsaw game, he had a really bad injury and missed a lot of time. Um, so they had a kid named Tag Gott who is, I believe, a junior this year, step up, and he's a really good running quarterback. And the Raiders had an amazing run once they got rocking and rolling. They lost four out of their last five games, but they had five really solid wins in the tournament at Northwood, home against Columbia City, home against Leo, home against Mississippi, and at New Prairie. And that was a tournament run for the ages. Chad Epley, who's a really young guy. I think he's like a 2017 college grad, maybe. Um, I forget to go to Trine. Or I forget where he went. But uh, he uh, did his high school years, uh, studied his high school years, and played football his high school years at Wallace C, which is a fellow NLC school. And... Uh, it was his first year as the head coach. He had he'd assisted uh, Tong Walkerman uh, with the football team. And then when Tong decided to retire, he was awarded the head job. And 10-5 and five in his first season, that's not bad at all. It's a great, solid season, you know. Like I said, they, uh, you know, they lost Thor out of five to end the year, but they won their first Thor games pretty convincingly. A 21-0 win at South Bend John Adams. A 39-14 win at home against South Bend St. Joseph's. A 42-0 win over Epley's Wallace team. A 35-0 win at Plymouth. Then they lost 36-3 at Warsaw. I mean, number one, I'm a Warsaw guy. So I think part of that was because we had a really solid team. But then again, I think Northridge was on there third or fourth string quarterback, and I think that might have been before Tech got, really got going, so they, they had a bunch of injury problems that game, and so, you know, I think it would have been a lot closer than 36-3, had the whole team been able to play, or had Tech got become the star that he became later on in the year, then they lost 42-8 to at Northwood, they won against Goshen 35-10 to at home, they lost 40-7 to to Concord on the road at Concord. And then they lost 58-14 to at Mishawaka. But, you know, you might think, well, that's not a great ending to the season. But, like I said, they were really having to process all those injuries, you know. And Micah was a steady quarterback before he went down. And so they had to, you know find their way, and, and huge credit to Chad Epley and his Raiders staff because, you know, losing four out of their last five regular season games, it could have been a really rough, you know, 
mentality like let's just get the season over going into the tournament. But I think what they did is they, you know, got the guys refocused, got the guys really, you know, thinking that something special could be brewing. And that's exactly what happened is they beat Northwood on the road. Um 28 to 7. So they avenged that 32 to 8 loss. And then they beat a really good Columbia City team. They beat Leo, who I believe was undefeated in ranked number one. They beat them in OT in the sectional championship. In the regional championship, they beat Mississippi 25 to 7. And then in a semi state game, uh, they were down and then came back to beat New Prairie 20 to 14. So. I just want to give a shout-out to the Raiders team. I don't really know a ton about them. I know a lot of people from Northridge. My friend Ashley Beckler plays on a great softball team, and she went to Northridge, as well as my friend uh, Jen Robinson also plays on a great softball team. She went to Northridge, too, and I know they think very highly of the Raiders. And uh, my friend Doug Springer coaches the women's basketball, the girls' basketball team at Northridge. He speaks very highly of the Raiders. And uh, my friend Braden Tadeo, my friend Hoke Stacker and Noah Stacker and uh, Keith Wortland, Betsy Wortland. I know a lot of people that went to Northridge, a lot of Alex Stauffer, Maddie Kaufman. I mean, the list goes on and on. And all of them speak very highly of Northridge. It's always been fun to watch my Warsaw Tigers compete against Northridge in whichever sport it might be. Because they, you know, the Raiders do it the right way. Anybody that ever wants to go up to a Raiders game with me, I'd be more than willing to go with you. We've got to stop at the Das Essen House on the way. Because Essen House has some of the best pies. Uh, the aforementioned Ashley Beckler works there and uh, helps make some of those pies when she's back home. So... We've got to stop at the Essen House. But I just wanted to give a shout-out to uh, Northridge on a great season. You know, they ran into a tough Mount Vernon team yesterday, but they didn't give up throughout the whole game. They kept plugging away. They kept battling, um, you know, and it, it just wasn't their day yesterday. But, you know, that doesn't take away from what they accomplished at all, at all. I mean, uh, you know, and anybody who thinks it does needs to go reevaluate their line of thinking because um, the Northridge Raiders have a lot to be proud of. And I thought I would just give you the Northridge roster here. Uh, let me find it on my phone. It's uh, okay. Here we go. Oh, I should have. You know what? I might have to re-download it. I had it on my phone, but then I think I had it on my iPad, and I was, I don't know. Or maybe that was my MacBook. My Apple devices got intertwined and things went crazy, but I'll uh, read you the roster here. Uh, huge apologies if I don't pronounce names right. Um I don't consider myself the uh, master of names. Uh, you know a guy who does know how to pronounce all the names and probably uh, the number one promoter of Northridge Sports is a guy named Mike Ganger. 
he uh, runs New Level Media. He'll tell you exactly how to pronounce all of these guys' names, and he probably knows them forwards and backwards like the back of his hand. I mean, he, he's, he's really smart, really energetic, and, uh, you know, knows a lot about Northridge sports. So Mike Ganger and New Level Media can help you out with any of the pronunciations. But uh, number one, running back, Peyton Shook. Running back and inside linebacker, Peyton Shook. Number two, running back and inside linebacker, Ridge Howard. Number three, running back and inside linebacker, Landon Troyer. Number four, wide receiver and defensive back, Matthew Rutledge. Number five, tight end and outside linebacker, Clint Walker. Number six, tight end and outside linebacker, Jackson Bontrager. Number seven, quarterback and inside linebacker, Micah Hostetler. Number eight, wide receiver and defensive back, Tyrese Thomas. Number nine, quarterback and defensive back, Connor Roth. Number 10, wide receiver and defensive back, Brock Reshley. Number 11, wide receiver and defensive back, Jethro Hosteller. Number 12, wide receiver and defensive back, Bradley Gorsodi. Number 13, wide receiver and defensive back, Judah Hosteller. Number 14, wide receiver and defensive back, Braden Maxey. Number 15, quarterback and inside linebacker, Cam Hooley. Number 17, wide receiver and defensive back, Chasten Clark. Number 18, quarterback and outside linebacker, Quade Carrington. Number 20, wide receiver and defensive back, Tyler Gordon. Number 21, running back and defensive back, Harrison Coughlin. Number 22, wide receiver and defensive back, Cade Sines. Number 23, Running back and outside linebacker, Colin Haynes. Number 24, the aforementioned stud, Junior. This says running back and outside linebacker, but I think he played kind of a Wildcat-style quarterback, but his name is Tag Gott. College coaches everywhere need to keep an eye on that guy. He's going to be a senior next year, and let me tell you, Tag got better be on all your recruiting lists because I've seen him. I've read about him. He's a stud. You want to recruit Tag Got. He is the man. Number 25, running back and defensive back, Jaden Medina. Number 26, wide receiver and defensive back, Grayson Beasley. Number 27, wide receiver and defensive back, Mason Mast. Number 28, running back and linebacker, Austin Parks. Number 29, wide receiver and defensive back, Evan Gaylor. Number 30, kicker, Andrew Janatello. Number 31, running back and inside linebacker, Nathaniel Bechterev. Number 32, wide receiver and defensive back, Scott Aldrich. Number 33, tight end and defensive lineman, Eric Jennings. Number 34, Running back and outside linebacker, Ricky Lloyd. Number 35, wide receiver and defensive back, Zach Baugh. Number 36, Kane Holreed. Kane uh, played running back and defensive back on the team. Number 40, kicker Dylan Ritchie. Number 42, wide receiver and defensive back, Jacob Beachy. Number 44, running back and outside linebacker, McLean Miller.
Number 46 was Caleb Vichera, and he played quarterback and defensive back on this year's team. Running back and linebacker, number 47, Elliot Fry. I think it's Fry, maybe it's Frey. I think it's Fry, though. He was a running back and linebacker, like I said. Um, number 50, offensive and defensive lineman, Cohen Lance. Number 51, offensive and defensive lineman, Rafael Garcia. Number 52, offensive line and defensive lineman, Julian Cotto. Number 53, Jacob Knowles, who played offensive line and inside linebacker on this year's team. Number 54, offensive line and defensive lineman, Wyatt Bowles. Number 55, Travis Hinkey, who on this year's team played offensive and defensive line. Number 56, Bo Bozinich, Bozanich, Bozanich, I think. He played offensive line and inside linebacker. Number 57, Joa Kerr. Maybe that's a misprint. Maybe that's his name. Could be Jonah, but it might be Joa because that sounds kind of cool too. Joa Kerr. He was an offensive and defensive lineman. Number 58, Logan Bickle. Played outside or inside linebacker and offensive line. Number 59, Max Petersheim. Played offensive and defensive line. Number 60, Aiden Sloop played offensive line and linebacker. Number 62, Brandon Crowder played offensive and defensive line. Number 63, Carter Cruzy played offensive and defensive line. Number 64, Cannon Templeton played offensive and defensive line. Number 65, Ryan Par no, excuse me, not Ryan, Riley Parmer was an offensive and defensive lineman. Number 67, Philip Ankrum, Ankrum was an offensive and defensive lineman. Number 67, no, that was 68. Sorry, the, the, na the names and numbers are really small, so sometimes I... Can't always focus on which one I'm reading, but 68, Evan Kerr played offensive and defensive line. Number 70, offensive and defensive lineman, Ryan Overholt. Number 71, offensive and defensive lineman, Henry Duell. Number 72, offensive and defensive lineman, Brody Streeter. Number 74, offensive and defensive lineman, Trenton Jensen. Number 77, Offensive and defensive lineman, Owen Demeter. Number 79, Jay Michelin. And what's interesting is I wonder if he's related to, uh, well, first of all, Jay Michelin played offensive and defensive line. And I thought that was a Northwood name. You know, uh, I wonder if he's related to, was there a Bill Michelin and was it Jim Michelin? I don't know. Seemed like Northwood football has had a lot of Michelin. Is it Michelin? It's M-I-T-S-C-H-E-L-E-N. But there's been a lot of those at Northwood over the years. So I wonder if uh, maybe somebody from Napanee moved up to Middlebury and maybe he's one of their sons or something. Um, 83, Ty Hazen played wide receiver and defensive back. 84, Corbin Collat, or Collat played wide receiver and defensive back. 87, Blaine Willis played running back and outside linebacker. And 88, Brock Thompson played tight end and outside linebacker. And we're going to take a look at the support staff for the team. The superintendent was 
Jason Snyder, Principal Drew Wood, Athletic Director Ryan Bales, great AD for Northridge uh, after a long coaching career. Plymouth, great guy, friend of mine. Assistant Athletic Director Brad Frank. Athletic Trainer Alexis, is it Holt Heiss or Holt Hughes? It looks like Holt Hughes, but it could be Holt Heiss or Holt Hiss. I don't know. Head Coach Chad Eckley. Assistant Coaches Nick Clark. Dustin Kerr, Brett Sluke, Mark Freyer Fry, Weston Hansen, Caleb Newcomer, Brian Hardy, Jacob Dilly, Jay Woods, Bobby Lloyd, and Mikey Kyle. So uh, a great coaching staff there. They were six and three last year. Like I said, this year they were ten and five overall. Um just a great team. Uh, if you want to see the program, uh, the preview, um, go to ISSA.org and football, and you can see all the rosters and all of that. But I just wanted to once again congratulate Northwood because they had a postseason run. Did I just say Northwood? Yes, I did. Northridge. My apologies. It's like 954 and my ADHD medicine's worn off for the evening. But Northridge, not Northwood. I mean, Northwood had a great season too, and Nate Andrews is a great guy. But right now we're talking about Northridge and Chad Eckley. But great seasons for the Raiders. Um, if you ever get a chance to go up and watch a game, they have, it's either in Terra Field or in Terra Stadium. I haven't been to a game outside at Northridge yet for football. I went to a softball game like 22 seasons ago, almost 23. When, excuse me, I'll get tired, yawning. But when I was a student manager for softball, and uh, their facilities are tremendous. I've been to several basketball games up there. But I haven't been to a football game at their new turf stadium. I'd like to go sometime. But get up there, go to a game, eat some dinner at Dawson House. Be sure to get, I like peanut butter cream pie, but really any other. I mean, they can make lima bean pie taste like it was cooked by Jesus. That's how good of cooks they are and bakers they are up there. And uh, really, you can, everything on the menu tastes amazing at Dawson House. So uh, Dawson House, uh, if you're listening to this, Please give me a good podcast rating because I love your pies and you guys are the favorite eating spot in Little Bear. There's probably other good ones too, but I think that's the best known one. But anyways, thank you for coming to my TED Talk or podcast about the Northridge football season. Proud of the Raiders. Proud of how they overcame adversity to... uh do really well, you know. A lot of teams losing four out of five to end the year, they just be ready to just pack it in and call it a season and move on to whatever winter sport. But the Raiders didn't give up. They didn't lose heart. They didn't grow weary and and, and all of that. They, you know, what they did is they got re-energized for a great tournament run. And, you know, it was exciting to watch all of the uh, social media reaction. People were writing, the last person out of Middlebury turned out the lights. And that's really what kind of a town Middlebury is, uh, what kind of a city they are. Are they a town or a city? 
I'm not sure. I get my cities and towns mixed up. I know Warsaw is a city where I, uh, near where I live, and I live in a town. I want to like, but whatever classification Middlebury is, it's a, it's a town that or a city that is really close knit. Everyone knows one another and rallies around one another, and so um, I know that a lot of people made the trip down to Indy yesterday, and I know that the guys. Really appreciated it, you know, just just seeing all of the uh, people on Twitter and Facebook who were congratulating the team on the season. You know, I mean, um, being state runner-ups is pretty awesome. Great season. You know, I know yesterday might not have went how the Raiders wanted it to go. It might not have gone how they wanted it to go. But you know what? I, and it might, you know... It, it probably hurt at the end of the game, you know, just the guys realizing that they're, you know, the ones that are seniors, that their high school career was over for football. But, you know, maybe they'll get to play in the North-South All-Star game in July, and, you know, that some of those guys hopefully will get that chance. And, you know, I think when guys look back on this run, you know, I mean, you know, every other team in Class 4A, except... Mount Vernon and Northridge was sitting at home and, and, you know, wasn't getting to play in the tournament uh, final. So uh, I hope they realize how how special it was that they got there and how neat it was that they got to stay and how much they captivated and and, and enthused a community. Um, You know, not even being from Middlebury, I, I can tell what, you know what kind of an impact this team had on that team. This team had on that uh, on that area. So thanks for listening to my uh, podcast. Have a great day or night, whatever time you're listening to this, everyone, and uh, stay tuned for more podcasts in the future. Thanks for listening.